in Ankeny. The Bears will try to avoid losing their third straight game on Sunday when they host the Lions at Soldier Field. The Bears designated linebacker Matthew Adams to return from the injured reserve yesterday after being out for the past month with a calf injury. Former Yale women's soccer coach Rudolph Meredith was sentenced to five months in prison for admitting to participating in the college admissions cheating case. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, with you here until 1 o'clock, and then back with you tonight at the Birthday Bash. I hope if you've got tickets, if you won tickets, uh, you're going to make your way down there. Should be a lot of fun tonight. Woolies is the scene. Starts at, what, doors open at 6.30. Mm-hmm. The event gets underway at 7. Uh, apparently goes right up until 10.45. Is that what the email said? you going to make it that no, long? No way in hell. No chance? No chance in hell. Anyway. What if you're having the time of your life? Oh, I hope I am. Then maybe I will, but I don't think I am. <laughs> Uh, anyways, let's get Tommy Birch in here. Tommy, of course, writes for the Des Moines Register. He covers Iowa State women. I do want to get to that because they're signing class yesterday. And yes. They've got a hell of a team uh, that's taken the floor this year. And, and RoboOmps come to Principal Park, too. We got a ton. And not only that, but I saw Birchie also apparently a professional Pac-Man player. Set the high record, I saw Birchie. What's going on there? Recently? Yeah. I mean, that's the new high score in my house, though. Oh. <laughs> so um, <laughs> She, uh, during COVID, she set me up with uh, uh, an office in our basement. And one of, the, one of the really cool things she bought me for my birthday was my own Pac-Man machine. That's nice. uh, so I've got, I've got an arcade Pac-Man machine down here next to some autographed baseballs, a bunch of bobbleheads, my computer. So, so on a given day when she is at the hospital, she's a nurse going through nursing school, when, when she is doing valuable important life-saving work and i'm sitting at home i'm frequently playing pac-man trying to take down my old high score uh the highest score at the house you know i never played a video game i, I never did, even played pac-man i never did i shot the duck what's the duck game duck hunt. uh is it duck hunt? duck hunt yeah played that once maybe but that's about it anyways <laughs> uh did you guys have duck hunt Everybody oh duck yes hunt, right of course anyways uh Bertie, lots of ground to cover with you and, and thanks for coming on tommy love our conversations with you i, I want to get to principal park and i will in a second i want to start with the soccer story i don't like really parachuting into a story because we don't cover women's soccer or talk about it at all but this is just one that just struck me as odd for so many reasons and and, and particularly in the way that that iowa state uh, handled it, you know, kind of just, um, you know, building up a fortress around this story and, and really not letting, wanting any transparency or any clarity be, to be a part of it. When it seems to me from the, from the outside, if, you know, if they just would have answered some questions that this story maybe wouldn't have got the oxygen that it did. It's just odd the way Iowa State handled it, Tommy, and you've, been, you've dealt with them for a long time. I'm guessing that's one of your takeaways from the piece that you wrote too. Yeah, I mean, it's been a little surprising from that aspect. And, you know, we, 
before publishing our original story with Olivia, we, uh, Alyssa Abernett from uh, Bowling Green uh, State, and then a number of former people within the program um, producing some of these allegations of mistreatment by Iowa State soccer coach Matt Bannon before we published it. We, we went to Iowa State, kind of gave them the, the broad strokes of some of the allegations because I, I wanted to to make sure they could hear them directly, answer some of the questions. And um, uh, I, I wasn't totally shocked that they didn't want to. Um, that's, that's something that we've seen with other stories. But I think when the, the, the bigger surprise was when the contract extension right. came from Matt Fannin. Um, it, you know, Iowa State and every kind of major power five school in the nation loves to to brag about that. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to a contract extension, it's usually a big day for for the school, the program, the coach. Um, it's it's never hard to get a hold of people who want to talk about it and and what it means moving forward. And it, this might be the only contract extension where I've never been able to talk to anybody on the record. Um, about it and how it came together, why it came together, and and the reaction of it. All we had were the quotes from the the press release. So I think that was the most surprising part. And and like I said, we we I've continued to reach out to Iowa State for um, reaction to the other stories that we have written. Um, I kind of expected some sort of, of feedback or acknowledgement or. Some kind of, uh, of 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 quotes, but uh, they they've just not wanted to acknowledge or or address the issue, and it's um, it's certainly been an, an interesting time covering this story. And you have the other layer. Monday, uh, you went up and mm-hmm. looking for a quote. You go up to Callie Sanders, who oversees as the senior as, uh, associate athletic director the soccer program, and she says, "Stay away from me." So we get the quote. We got that part of it. Take us into kind of the temperature. What was it like? I mean, were you chasing her down? Were you running after her? How, how does it set up? Because on the surface, boy, that's a bad look for her. Yeah, you know, I'm not very fast. So I'm right. not chasing <laughs> down anybody. But, uh, Too much Pac-Man. Uh, traditionally at uh, Iowa State basketball games, women's basketball games, I sit up on kind of the mezzanine on those uh, press tables. So I can kind of overlook the floor and kind of see the Iowa State bench. Um and Callie, pretty much every home game sits at a table that's, um, you know, next to my table. And it, not super close, but obviously within shouting distance. And, uh, you know, during pregame introductions, I walked up to her, um, said hi to her. Um, she didn't acknowledge me. asked her if she had a moment. Um, didn't acknowledge me again. And asked her, you know, hey, I, I got to see if I can get some thoughts about this contract extension. That's when, when I got the comments uh, that I did from Cali, which, uh, which kind of surprised me because I felt like these were um, pretty obvious questions that, uh, that were going to be asked. And, um, you know, all you have to do is go on social media and see there are a lot of people wondering, okay, why this contract right. extension, not only for this coach that is accused of what he's accused, but, um, you look at the record, you look at the experience he's had at Iowa State. I mean, even outside the allegations, I think those are completely fair questions why you would give a contract extension to this coach, and then especially at this time. So 
Um, she certainly couldn't have been surprised because I've been trying to reach out to Callie and Ty with the athletic director, Jamie Pollard, for quite some time now, and neither of them have um, actually addressed me or the story. So hmm. um, that's been uh, another one of the most surprising parts of it. We, we you know, I, I think a lot of people have read the press release and said, oh, this is Iowa State responding to the allegations. It's, it's Iowa State backing their coach, but we have still yet to get any acknowledgement about the, the complaints or um, the allegations of mistreatment to, to be, um, you know, addressed or asked about um, in any way, shape, or form. Just, just wild. <laughs> she blew you off twice, dad, right beside you, and just ignored you. Anyways, we'll mo- it's, here's, uh, here's where I guess it could get worse. I said so the other day, Tommy, so I'll say it one more time, and I don't know if it's over, it's not. If indeed there's more to come out and it makes it look worse, then I think that their position is really going to be, uh, I, I think they'll be proven to, you know, to taking the wrong path. We don't know. We'll see where it goes. What we will see this summer um, uh, at Principal Park is, you know, I'm torn, Tommy. I really am. I hate it when a ball goes right down the, right through the heart of the plate, uh, and Blue misses it, right? And it's not that I have a bet on the game. I don't. Um, but it just pisses me off that they can be, I get it. They're human. And I like that part of baseball, that these are human. But it sounds as though, at least at the AAA level, um, the robots are going to be balls and strikes behind the plate, and that's coming to Principal Park uh, in time for the season to start this year, correct, in April? And and sure. just your, your uh, thoughts on this. Exactly on when when they'll, when they'll be coming. But kind of the, uh, the thought has always been that they actually started in AAA last year and began in the PCL, which the Iowa Cubs used to be a part of, but then with the massive reorganization of minor league baseball transition to the international league. So robot umpires were triple A last year, but just at the PCL, but kind of the thought has always been okay. If it does well there, we're going to branch off into the other triple A league and see how it goes there. And if it goes well there, it's going to be a launching point into major league baseball, kind of like the, um, the ghost runner that we saw, mm, yeah. um, you know, that we see in the regular season at the major league level, kind of like the piece of play clock, um, you know, when it comes to the robot umpires, you know, I'm, I'm kind of torn about it, too, where, you know, Ken, I, I like your comparison. What I kind of compare it to is kind of like the unwritten rules of baseball. The unwritten rules of baseball just absolutely annoy me. Right. You know, I think you should be able to flip your bat. I think you should be able to celebrate uh, crazily after you've, you've struck out a hitter. I think you should be able to kind of do whatever you want to, to celebrate a monumental moment in the game, but my favorite thing is watching it be enforced. You know, I love the drama that yeah. it, it causes, knowing that, like, okay, man, we're going to see some tension later in the game because this guy flipped his bat or this guy celebrated on the mound or this guy's been hit a couple of times. So I don't like the unwritten rules, but I love the drama that the unwritten rules uh, kind of bring. And it kind of goes the same when it comes to actual major league umpires like i want to see the game called correctly i want to see every ball and strike be absolutely nailed but there is that gamesmanship and kind of excitement and kind of tension and definitely that human element that come with it as well too that i think make it really interesting as well a couple other rule changes coming up this year and that includes in the major league level 
a pitch timer. Mm-hmm. You have seen the significant action that has improved because of that, the pace of play in Major League Baseball uh, and the minor league level. Uh, from 2021, when it was uh, introduced, it went from 304 to 3, 2.38 in better 26 minutes per ball game. I mean, that alone is going to be, I think, a huge help to baseball. And in the course of it, just helping out. Yeah, maybe you're not going to sell quite as many concessions, but more people are going to be willing to go to a ball game knowing it's not going to be a four-hour slog. It is so much fun. You know, I was mm. one of those, you know, I'm what you would probably call a baseball traditionalist when it came to the idea of, like, I don't know if I like the idea of ghost runners. I don't know if I like the idea of the pace of play clock. As a writer, that's at every game. I was like, "Heck yeah, this is going to be awesome!" <laughs> right. Like I, I, I've sat through many a baseball game uh, down at Principal Park, thinking I'm not even going to get home for the last call. So, <laughs> um, on that aspect, I was like, "Okay, this is, this is going to be huge." But when the pace of play clock is enforced, which it's been around AAA for a couple years now, and we saw it get enforced pretty well during that first year but then over the next year or two we would see it get waved off all the time and just really exist but not really be enforced but when it is enforced it works so well and the game just has a better pace to it it mm-hmm. just has a better flow and i'll tell you what like when i would cover an iowa cup game and then go home and watch a major league baseball game on tv mm-hmm. man it, it, it would feels like it was really dragging and it really hit me when I was in Dyersville. They did not have a pace play clock for um for the the triple or the not the triple A, the, the minor league baseball game between the River Bandits uh-huh. and the and the Colonels there. So it's gonna help a ton as long as it is enforced. And my my feeling tells me at the at a major stage where everybody is going to be paying attention to it it's going to be enforced in a major, major way. And it's going to be fascinating to watch to, to see how the players adjust because, man, it was, it was a tough adjustment early on at the minor league level. I know the first night in Des Moines where it was enforced, where, you know, they had a grace period and then it was enforced. The Iowa Cubs had a pinch hitter in the ninth inning where they were down by one. And he was in the bathroom and didn't <laughs> get up to the plate. In time, and right away, fell behind no one won on the count. So wow. there are going to be those moments where it's gonna it's gonna take an awkward adjustment. Interesting. You, the three of us are baseball guys. Um, today is the first day of uh, of the hot stove league, right? Should the Trent and I try to fix college basketball? We do full service show here. Yes, we like exactly. to fix sports. Yesterday we came up with because the first week is so brutal, right? Um, we, we thought that they should rematch the two teams that play for the championship in week number one, just to get the you know the spotlight back on the sport. If the first day of free agency, look what the NFL does. They give that tampering period, you know, where the, you can uh, you can make your you can't sign it, but everybody knows that there's an agreement going to be in place. Wouldn't Major League B baseball be better off here today if Bing Bang Boom we had one big signing or or one piece of news after another with a marquee name going or staying at their respective team? Wouldn't that be better for the sport kind of the way the nfl does it works for them absolutely and i think that's probably the biggest problem when it comes to major league baseball and it's off season stuff is the free agency period just looms and looms and looms and just it drags on for so long especially over the last couple of years now granted last year we had the lockout so that kind of impacted it in a different way but even pre lockout like how many players were we seeing that were signing 
you know, during spring training or a day before spring training. You know, that's kind of become the trend where, you know, it's almost like the trade deadline, waiting to the 11th hour to to kind of see what's going to emerge from the other side of the hill in terms of an offer. So you could kind of put an end to that and kind of limit the free agency period. I think that would go a long ways in terms of trying to keep baseball in the spotlight because just dragging on really doesn't help where, you know, it's like I said, you're getting a free agent signing pretty much, you know, scrambled here and there throughout the, the schedule, which is it's a really long off season for baseball. Finishing up with a little Iowa State women's basketball talk as Audie Crooks and the rest of the crew sounds with Iowa State. Have They're, you seen her play, Trent? I have. Well, have you? Yeah. 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 She she is a she takes up a lot of space. Yeah. She is really talented, light on her feet, and she's going to be an impact player. You see her play against some of the top players in the country. She sure, certainly shows out in a big time way. Look at this group and Bill Fennelly. I mean, this late in his career to That's put awesome. together this kind of recruiting class. Just an incredible story. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at maybe, man, the last three or four recruiting classes, and they've just absolutely hit, and they have hit on some really marquee players from Bridget Carlton to Ashley Jones to now Emily Ryan and Lexi Donarski, and then with this class, Audie Crooks and another Jones sister. So it's it's been pretty amazing to, to see where Iowa State recruiting has gone o- over the last couple of years, and you talk to Bill Funley, you know, the first person he always credits is his son, Billy, who has really gotten after it and become a key contributor on the recruiting road in terms of identifying talent, finding it early, and, and being among the first to, to jump in. And, you know, that's you talk to any kid when it comes to recruiting. It doesn't matter if it's football, baseball, basketball, soccer, whatever. That first phone call, being the first to mm. reach out to them, means a lot. It goes a long ways. They always remember who that first person was to reach out to them. And the fact that Iowa State does in football, and now you know we're hearing about it more in women's basketball, is probably why they're having um, such major success in that world. Tommy Birch, Des Moines Register, is you going to pay your eight bucks to keep your check mark? <laughs> uh no no i can't afford it (laughs) it's weird though right because i i used to that used to be one of my go well guys that's purporting this or gal they got a blue check mark it's got to be some some validity to it then yesterday there's a fake adam schefter uh, uh, check mark Connor mcdavid announced his on his fake check mark that he's been traded to the new york islanders there's gonna be so much to weed through now We'll see where it goes. Tommy Birch, good stuff. Thanks, Birchie, for doing this for us. We appreciate your contribution. Love talking to you, Tommy. Have a great rest of you. Are you coming tonight, by the way? I'm not. I got to cover the Iowa State women's game. So maybe if I have some time afterwards, then I can either convince my wife to let me out of the house for a little bit <laughs> or the game goes fast enough where she doesn't know. And I'm assuming she's not listening right now. Uh-huh. She is out and about running errands. So. There's a good chance she maybe is. Maybe I could sneak by for a little bit. Nice. Good stuff, Birchie. Thank you, Tommy. Good to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Yep, good to talk to you. Tommy Birch uh, from the Des Moines Register. Have you noticed that, some of the new fake blue check marks that are out there on, uh, on Twitter? I, I've heard people rumbling about it. I think we we consume Twitter much differently. You yeah, probably. T- yeah. it's so good for what we do, though. But you're I a think. lot deeper into it. I mean, I, I'm on constantly. Yeah, I, I glance I'm addicted at it. to it. Yeah, and I have. 
I've weeded myself off of it. Have you? Yes. How tough was that? Incredibly difficult. But it, it was impactful at home. Playing with the kids mm-hmm. and pull out the phone again and oh, mm-hmm. I just scrolled through for 15 minutes. Like, right. get away from that. Right. Now, when the kids are in bed, yeah, I'm back on and kind of scrolling through and seeing if there's anything. But yeah, over the course of the day, just not as much as I once was because you're right. It is so, so addicting. Oh, my gosh. Now, I take it, I've taken it uh, down a notch to just because of Jet, my dog. Oh, yeah. By the way, and I'm guessing I'm not the only person because I'm, I'm new to the dog ownership, right? Mm-hmm. This spring forward has him totally messed up. Well, this is fall back. Okay, this is maybe, fall back. Maybe right. dad had screwed him up because <laughs> right. he thought it was spring forward. Well, this fall back yes. has him totally messed up. And you like your schedule. You like yes. to have things very rigid. He's as rigid. He's more rigid than I am. Now the sun's going down and he's ready to go hit the sack. Oh, and it's 6 o'clock. I said, buddy, no. No, we can't be doing this. But I, this, I'm wondering if the other people, or if this is just a... Jet Miller problem. <laughs> but it's true, Trent. It's yeah. just co- totally discombobulated the poor little bugger. Anyways, um, it, let me know on Twitter if that's, if that's the case. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know. And if there is something that we could do to fix this. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Miller and Condon, uh, not now, not now, but in about 20 minutes, we're going to give four of you an opportunity to win barbecue from Claxons. But we do have something right now, and that's an opportunity to win $1,000. And go to KXNO.com. Once you get there, you can enter this nationwide contest by simply inserting the keyword dollar in the pop-up box. The pop-up box will appear when you go to KXNO.com. Enter the keyword dollar. Your chance to win a 1000 of those dollars. Dollar at KXNO.com. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. NBA fans, the NBA action, it's just getting started, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA pregame money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% Profit boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and put together a bunch of bets. I'm looking tonight, 76ers at the Hawks. It's a one-point spread. You like one side on it. You can do individual player props, team props. They all have it covered. Put it all together, and you can win big. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go when I'm hitting up a stepped-up same game parlay. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code KXNO. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. It's only a DraftKings Sportsbook. You must use the promo code KXNO. You also must be 21 or older in Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-8. Joined by Dr. Macy Dealman, Elite Eye Care in Waukee and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Dealman, many people deal with dry eye. If our eyes do not produce enough tears or the right quality of tears, dry eye develops. Elite Eye Care specializes in treatment of dry eye. More advanced dry eye may be due to inflammation of the skin and can be treated with IPL or intense pulsed light, which improves quality of the tear film and reduces discomfort from dry eye. Stop by and see myself, Macy Dealman, or the rest of our doctors at Elite Eye Care in Waukee or the Eye Company on for podcasting. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage, and I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon for Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with the company that you know, a company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515 225 
8866. 225-8866 or online Wolf Roof KXNO. If you own a house, you've got a huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renner's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset. And stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. Renner's Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. 1-800-BETS-OFF. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know, companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roofing. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO, 12.35. Take you up until 1. Claxton's Barbecue Giveaway. We will give you a cue to call coming up here uh, in a few minutes. So, um, free agency, hot stove, whatever you want to call it, it's here for Major League Baseball. Did you see yesterday that Carlos Correa and the Twins are... Maybe on the precipice? No, they're not on the precipice. You don't think so? No, no, no. That is not how I read it at all. It is unofficial talks. Now, Carlos Correa said all the right things about Minnesota. He loved playing in the Twin Cities. He enjoyed the place. He enjoyed the organization. He had all the things. He said all the right things. Ultimately, this is a Boris client. So what, he's playing one against another? Oh, there's not a doubt in my mind. Uh I would be certainly more shocked. And we remember how shocking it was that he signed with the Twins going back to late March when that came to fruition. I would be more shocked if he signed a contract extension. I don't believe the Twins are going to put up the money necessary to sign a guy like that. But aren't they going through some sort of a rebrand? Aren't they, aren't they rebooting? Are they going to have new uniforms next year? I, I don't see that. No, I, I don't think that's a reason to go out and get Carlos Correa and, and perhaps what your stranglehold on your organization for the next eight years. I don't think it makes sense. So do you want him as a Twins fan? No. You don't? No. Because He's great. it's too much money for one guy? Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. With the way the organization is built, the way that the poll ads spend, mm-hmm. I do not think that would be the best thing long-term for the organization to go that. they they got to figure out pitching. And they have. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that's what they have to do. they got uh-huh. eight number fours on their, on their starting rotation. And Sonny Gray is back, right? That's Sonny news Gray's from back, us earlier yes. this week. But I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. Speaking of making sense. What Cappy told us last week has continued to rattle in my mind. Yesterday or the previous week? Well, both. That he's, especially yesterday, that their Cubs aren't going to spend. Because that was the story all season. Well, no, the White Sox aren't going to spend is what he said. And he said the Cubs either. 
uh, they've got a number in mind, right? Yes, yes right. It's, it's not going to be the spending spree that many people were hoping for. And he for. had said earlier in previous visits with us throughout the summer months that he thought that they would. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, Why wouldn't you spend if you're them? I don't. Well, do you not need to? There was a story I saw yesterday, and I didn't get through the article, but it was talking about what a disaster financially Marquee has been for they're, them. They're hemorrhaging money, Trent. You launch during a pandemic. Yeah. The team has absolutely cratered. Mm-hmm. Sold off all your guys. And you're doing it in the era of cord cutting. I mean, those are three pretty major strikes mm-hmm. against you that they're going well, through. Well, the pandemic, for, I mean, that mm-hmm. was talking about poor timing. Right. And there's nothing, obviously, you can do about right. that. But the team's bad. Mm-hmm. People are cutting the cord. Mm-hmm. You don't have a standalone over the air where you can go that direction. I mean, there's there's so many negatives. So, what's right airing now. on Marquee right now? Do you have any idea? I know they put a gambling show on there. Is it Veasan? They- uh, they might. I know they had in the past. I don't know if they still have a relationship with them, but yeah, they have some gambling shows on, and then I don't know. It's probably a hunting infomercial. Show. Yeah, you got some of that. Brutal. Replay of a game. Yeah, nobody cares. Right. That's what it is. When your team's bad. Yep. And people are cutting the cord, mm-hmm. and cable companies are looking to cut their cost as well for the consumer, you're in a bad spot right now if you're the Chicago Cubs. So maybe the financials are worse off than we think. And they spent all that money on the surrounding area. They're, absolutely. To, they built a hotel. They're trying to you know, own that area, kind of like Fenway Park. Have you, you haven't been... If I haven't, no. Um, I'm, just, they're not, I'm sure there are other ballparks like that, but there's just the surrounding area. They own the bars, they own the restaurants, the hotel, et cetera. Ballpark Village. Down Ballpark in, Village, St. perfect Lewis. example of it, exactly. And then you got an organization, and you watch the Cardinals year after year. And the ballpark's full, <laughs> just, and the team is competitive. Oh, how great would it be to root for a great organization? Trent, I, wish, I would love to have that someday. Of your of the teams you root for, so the Bears? Awful. The Twins? Terrible. Um, the wild, the wild, and the and the T wolves. I think the wild are well run. They just haven't been able to get over the and hump. and and to be honest, when it comes to you, I mean, mm-hmm. of the four, the one yeah. would mean oh, yeah. the least to you is the Stanley Cup. Absolutely, yeah. right. Um, it's way, way, way down the list. Sure. I mean, the gap between number three and number four is significant. Mm-hmm. It would still be Twins and one, Bears two, T wolves. Wild. That would be my, the professional well, sports order. stand by, my friend, because look over there at that tunnel, and that uh, light's coming, baby. The Bears are about to make a – they're about to rain in the north. Will they have the uh, the uh, longevity of the Packers? Maybe not. I mean, I'd take a nice decade. Oh, man, a couple of – how about a year or two? Oh, that'd be good, too. Right. I mean, that's a good starting point. Good. All that money to spend. Uh, the Packers the, got 30 years. That's true. Can you, can you give me five? You know what? This why this franchise has been so. There's generations mm-hmm. of Packer fans that don't know what it's like to not be competitive. Absolutely, you went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. I talked to people just a little bit younger than me, man, five years younger. They don't remember the Packers no. being bad. 1990, what three, two, four? Mikowski got them at least okay. Right, got to the playoffs. Yeah, they're 500 times. They maybe get to a playoff right. game. Yeah, yep, the magic man. And then suddenly. You got this new young gunslinger coming in there uh-huh. and making plays and oh God, popping Vicodin and oh, I loved watching chasing him skirts and doing... Loved watching him play. <laughs> He's he did, so tough. He got a lot out of that life. Oh, and, and what an arm. Now, might end up somewhere else. Trent, he's... Uh, this, this, it's, I, I, and for the people, that the victims, mm-hmm. you feel terrible. Uh, Brett Favre, this is... People's, this guy was on a pedestal. You know, for a lot of people. Yes. Not anymore. No. no with the anymore. stuff that this guy's got himself involved in. 
Anyways, uh, as we're wrapping up here, kind of our potpourri segment of mm-hmm. the day. You know, we kind of run out a week a lot mm-hmm. and kind of our final thoughts on Iowa and Iowa State football-wise. Yep. And we bring in the voices. We get our kind of last look at the teams going into the weekend. Where are you with both of these games? Because I'm worried for Iowa State's sake that everybody's picking them. Be- I-, I had a question from a-, a couple of friends, too. How's Iowa State favorite? I said, have you seen Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? State's awful right now. They're brutal. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think that Iowa State's just going to win. I think they go down there and club them. <laughs> I-, I think this Oklahoma State team is absolutely they broken seen, right now. Are, I couldn't agree with you more. And they how are. does Jim Knowles take over in brutal uh-huh. defense? Turn it around. Really good. Yep, and then. Wheels completely fall. Wasn't there somebody else on the coaching staff that was maybe listening what Jim Knowles said? How can you get this bad again all the, that quick? I know they lost a ton of dudes. I get that. But don't you think there's got to be some kind of trickle down to those young guys? I know. You'd like to think. Did right? they just forget everything? So if, if, if that's the case, then all of a sudden Iowa State gets to next week, maybe getting on senior day, mm-hmm. getting bowl eligibility. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I, I think Iowa and Wisconsin is going to be an Iowa-Wisconsin game. No. Do you see the number? Ferentz uh, referenced earlier in the week. No, I didn't. What did he say? The team that runs for more ball, uh, more yards in the game wins. Is nineteen to two? Yeah, right. Pretty simple, right? Uh, can Iowa run the ball against this team though? Can they run it against Iowa? Yeah, they've had success running the football against Iowa. More success than most teams. Iowa has not had much success running the football against mm-hmm. this defense, and certainly since they made the move to the three-four and that big nose tackle that they have that is banged up throughout the season. He's getting healthier now. That is something that has given huge problems to Iowa. Logan Jones, he struggled this year. He's been a disappointment. Okay. I think I was in for another Badger whooping. Whooping? Yeah. 20 to 3, 24 to 7. Oh, I don't know if I could go there. Got to show me. Got to show me they can do that against this defense. Uh, it It was good for them. For Was it the first weekend? Maybe since week one, since they both won on the same weekend. Maybe week one and week three. It's been a long time. There haven't been a lot of wins uh, at the same weekend. Anyways, let's hope the whole entire state feels really good about their squads on Saturday night into Sunday. We'll take a time out. But before we do, we'd like to open up the phone lines right now and invite four of you uh, who haven't participated in the Claxons Barbecue giveaway in the last 30 days to join us. At 515-284-5966. We'll give you four games. You give us four answers. If you get the most right, uh, you'll get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25. 515-284-5966. First four callers. If you get a ring, you're in. It's Miller and Condon. And we're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.com. some barbecue from our friends at Claxons. Welcome back. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Claxons Barbecue. You can find them online, ClaxonBBQ.com, ClaxonBBQ.com. Andy and his team at Claxons. You can find them at 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. They've been serving barbecue in Altoona for 25 plus years. Chris, Chad, Kevin, and Troy will get an opportunity to win $35. They get the most right. The runner-up gets 25 And away we go. Hello, Chris. How are you? Good. Good. You come to the birthday party tonight? 
No, I live in Fort Dodge. Probably. All right. I got it. You're excused. All right. But you got to come to Altoona to get that barbecue if you win. It's worth the, uh, worth the gas we'll price. We'll do that. All right. Iowa, Wisconsin. Pick them. Who do you want to? Who's going to win that game? Iowa. Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Pick them. No point spread involved in this one. Iowa State. Texas is a six and a half point favorite as they host unbeat number four in the country, TCU. Uh, TCU. Here's the uh, no, it's not. One more. Forty uh, Nine ers a six and a half point favorite over the Chargers Sunday Night Football. Uh, the Forty Nine ers. The tiebreaker is total points for both Iowa's men's team and Iowa State's men's team. They host NCA and T this weekend. So how many points will Iowa score and Iowa State combine them to get what number closest without going over? A hundred and sixty-seven. Chris, you have a good weekend. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Appreciate it. Chad is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Chad. Hi. Iowa, Wisconsin. Pick them. Wisconsin. Clones, Oklahoma State. Pick them. Oklahoma State. Texas, six and a half point favorite over TCU. Texas. 49ers, six and a half over the Chargers Sunday night. Chargers. Tiebreaker, Hawks and Clones, their combined score uh, versus NCA and T this weekend. How many points will the Hawks and the Clones combine to score against this uh, tomato can? 170. Chad, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Kevin is with Miller and Condon. Kevin? Hey, Kenny. How are you? Doing fine. Kevin, good to hear from you. Iowa, Wisconsin, pick them. Iowa. Clones, Oklahoma State, pick them. Oklahoma State. Texas gives six and a half to TCU. TCU. Niners, six and a half to the Chargers. Niners. Hawks and Clones, they'll combine to score how many points against NCA and T? 179. Kevin, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, Troy brings Claxons to a close. Hi, Troy. Hi. Uh, Iowa, Wisconsin, pick them. Iowa. Clones, Oklahoma State, pick them. Cowboys. Texas, six and a half over TCU. Uh, TCU. Niners, six and a half over the Chargers. Where's that game being played? It's played in Ninerville. Uh, I'll take 49ers. Okay. Uh, total points for the Hawks and the Clones this weekend against NCA and T. Uh, 75. 75. All right, Troy. I like what you're doing. You have a good weekend, Troy. Thank you. Thanks. Long with Halo. Long what? I didn't hear what you said. Missed it. Missed it, too. Um, hope we don't miss you tonight. What time are you going to the bar, or to the birthday bash? Well, we got the VIP event, so hopefully be there by about 5.45. Good stuff. Yeah, get a little lubricated before Atta we have boy. to go up on stage. Atta you going to have a beer before we go up there? 8.30. That's why I asked to go no, first. No, not eight thirty. No, I asked to go first so we get this out of the way and we can get into the. You can cocktails. have daylight savings. You can have a beer earlier. We, we sprung forward at our house. Miller and Condon, Murph and Andy are next. See you tomorrow. See. You